from one bad situation to another, our heroes can't seem to catch a break as they swim for their lives. Will their luck run out? What was coming up that crystal tube? And how many Fishbun episode titles do I have left? A lot. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. I'm a sleepy DM. <laughs> <laughs> While I was doing part of the intro, <laughs> Austin yawned like really hilariously and somehow was like his eyes fluttered and rolled back into his head and it was simultaneously hilarious and terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Ooh. Man. Uh, it's been a week. It has indeed. Very tired, but we're going to get through this all right. We are. I'm actually okay. That's good. I This Not. afternoon, I drank one of those Starbucks double-shot energy drinks for most of it, and I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> I don't have that hyped up at all. I had a good portion of it, and I am still real, real tired, so. Well, hopefully any sleepiness goes in my favor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it might, it might not. I hope. We'll see. We'll still see kind how of nervous. Go. We're still kind of in a pickle. You're still in a bit of a pickle. Still in a bit of a pickle. Yeah, on one end of the tunnel, you've got <laughs> an angry archpriest and two acolytes running after you. And mm-hmm. on the other side of the tunnel, you just popped out. And oh, hey. We didn't pop out. We're still in the tunnel. You're still in the tunnel. You poke your heads out and you see a field of training Kotoa warriors. Yeah. Being led through various spear fish forms by the martial leader up at the front who does see you and points the entire crowd your way. Yeah. And apparently, according to the dragon, uh, dragons... You are getting farther away. I'm getting further away from the artifact. So I'm like, oh, wow, these are all great things that have just happened. Well, we are just going to dive right into it because I am too tired to banter for too long. (laughs) Sounds good. And I want to figure out what is going to happen. A field of 20 Koto warriors. Jeez. And one leader are all now staring at you. So 21. One. 21 total. Are all looking your direction, spears in hand. Beyond, you can see what look to be buildings, perhaps lodging. Uh, or more training facilities, mess halls. You're not sure how this society exactly is set up or functions, but you do see some sort of village or camp-like structures beyond before it fades into murky, inky darkness. We're just going to roll initiative again. Okay. Just to see how things are going to play out. Oh, dear. Carhoon. Nine. Okay. Octavia. Uh, four. Okay. They go first. Okay. Now, are they... Okay, I have actually a couple questions about this cavern. How tall is the ceiling? 
You don't know. Can't see it. It's just so tall we can't Extremely see Extremely tall. All right. And then are they down a slope or are they just like directly in front of us? There's maybe a, a very brief incline okay. before it opens out to them. But they're like 15, 20 feet away from you as you come out this, this tunnel. Okay. How wide is the tunnel? Two frogs were riding side by side. So... 20 feet. Okay. And how tall is the ceiling of the tunnel? Not tall. Okay. Maybe like 8 to 10. Okay. 8 to 10 frogs high. 8 to 10 frogs high. <laughs> the Moir me- method of measurement. Standardized unit of measurement, Moir, frogs high. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm trying to figure out what these Kotoa would do. They see you peeking out. And you can see around the exit of this, it's a, a somewhat elaborate like archway carved into the side of the stone that is framing this tunnel you have just ex- not exited but that you are standing on the precipice of mm-hmm. so the immediate several we're gonna see let's see there's two of you here so four koto are gonna immediately run forward two of them reach into their like into a belt and they pull out nets that they then oh, fling no over you. So two are going at you, two are going at Carhoon. Okay. Against you. Two nets. A 15 and a 16. Both of those miss. Okay. So you managed to dodge out of the way of these nets. Against AC, right? Or is this a... Co- the no, dex- against AC. Okay. I wasn't sure if I had to like do a dex to dodge or something. Roll dex to dodge. The two against Carhoon. Uh, one is a 9 and one is a 19. The 19 does hit... Okay, so Carhoon is netted, uh, which means Carhoon is restrained. Okay. A creature can use its action to make a DC 10 strength check to free itself okay. or another creature in a net. Ending the effect on a success, dealing five slashing damage to the net frees the target without harming it and destroys the net. Oh, okay. So they have netted Carhoon. You have dodged out of the way. Okay. And then... Yeah, they see some intruders. A couple spears are going to come your way. Okay. So there's technically 17 left, but we're going to have the leader barking orders. Okay. So 16. We're going to say 10 of those flank out and make a defensive like perimeter. Okay. Hemicircle around this entrance to try to stop you if you should break free. And then six of those are going to throw spears. Okay. So how, the ones that threw nets, are they adjacent to us or still far away? The ones who threw nets are adjacent to you. Okay. Uh, so there are they four, moved up. like, right in front of the length of okay. this this tunnel entrance. And, yeah. So uh, six of them run up and whew, throw spears over the heads of these. Three at Carhoon, three at you. Okay. Restrained as a condition. It, that's not the same as grappled, right? It is not the same as grappled. It's uh, attack rolls have advantage. Oh, Creatures attacks geez. have disadvantage and okay. disadvantage on dex saves. So three at you. One's going to miss. The other one is a 20 and the other one is a 22. Oh, geez. Obviously those latter two hit. You take eight points of piercing damage. Okay. As these, from all three of from, the, from both of those the cumulative okay. rolls, as these fish creatures are shouting intruders, intruders, outsiders, above waterers. 
against Carhoon. Attack number one. Natural 19. Oh, jeez. Attack that number two. Definitely hits. Natural 19. Oh, dear. Attack number three. Miss. Okay. So that is two hits against Carhoon. 11 points of piercing. Okay. And the rest of them have their arms cocked back with their spears. They look like they are ready to uh, throw them if you're making a move, but they aren't making a move yet. It is Carhoon's turn, followed by you. Uh, Carhoon is going to try to get out of the net, so that's what a strength check. Yep. This should not be difficult for him, but you could roll poorly. Rolled an eight. Plus five. Yes. Okay, so he throws the net off of him. Awesome. Ah. What now? That was his action. Um, I mean, he can't really move because he's on a toad, so that will be the extent of his turn. Okay. Your turn. Okay. I am going to be like, go to the toads, and they are going to turn around, disengage. Okay. And dash back down the hallway. Towards Not actually dash, but yes, run. Okay. Towards the priest. All right. Because, I mean, like, if the dragons are saying it's that way, like, you know, if we're getting colder, she has no intention of engaging in combat with a ton of Kotoa, and they can swim, so, I mean, it's not like they can find safety in the height of the cavern, because they can swim and get right up to him. So, yes. it's like, literally no point. Okay. So, you are swimming back. You're the frogs. Turn on tail, and shoot off I know. into the tunnel back towards the angry acolytes and the archpriest who are presumably working their way towards you. I'm going to be so confused. I feel like this whole this whole sequence has been very cartoon-like, just very uh, exaggerated and <laughs> it's, it's been, been kind of funny. So I'm picturing uh, <laughs> A New Hope when Han and Chewie are running through the Death Star and he runs into the room full of stormtroopers yep. and just like, ah! Not turns around. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was seeing. Yep. 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 One, one, one way's not better, but the other way is worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Octavia is going to ready. Well, here's what we're going to do. Oh. Unless you had something you were... Yeah, so she's going to ready Frostbite. As soon as she sees the main priest, she will cast that on him. And that's a range of 60 feet. Okay. Well, tell me how you are going to try to escape from the Koatoa chasing you. Because if we play it out in combat, you will move 30 feet, they'll move 30 feet. You will have no choice but to disengage or take the attack of opportunity. And it'll just repeat, repeat, repeat until... Because you will both move the same speed. Unless... So running away oh, in right, combat doesn't could, really work, so we, we kind of have dash, to shift. They could dash, they could dash, we yes, could dash. Yes, so this is going to shift into like a pseudo-chase sequence okay. to try to put some distance between you and these Koatoa. So give me... T- tell me what uh, what is your plan? What are you going to do to try to... What are you and Cartoon going to try to do in order to separate yourself from these angry warriors who are chasing you. Um, well... In terms of a skill check. Okay. Well, I was thinking I could do something like cast Frostbite behind me in the water to kind of make 
the water difficult terrain or something, and that could maybe be, I don't know, like a With such a wide survival? tunnel, you don't think uh, uh, the cantrip would be able to ice up that much okay. that it would be too too heavy. Um, Carhoon could do a cool, uh, you know, kind of sticks his axe out, and depending on how, how rough the rubble of the tunnel is, could kind of try to the ceiling is short so mm-hmm. kind of like behind him like kind of drag the axe again along mm-hmm. the ceiling as the as the frog is running to create even you know dust rubble particles uh, sure. to kind of mask us as well as you know hinder that could work yeah roll a i would call that a strength, strength. check 22 all right, Cahoon lifts his axe up and takes a couple good swings at the ceiling and some chunks of stone come loose and fall and some cl- dust clouds uh, form up in the tunnel behind you. You think you may have hindered a little bit. Uh, give me something Octavia would do. Did you take damage? Oh, I did. I did. Roll a Let concentration me do check. I'm always like five minutes late with concentration checks. Going to use my final remaining luck point of okay. the day. Because we can't swim, so that's true. You we don't would have be very speed. slow. I make it with the second roll. Okay, last luck point. But that the was frogs the last are still one. Active. Okay, so oh, man. so she would, you know, um, uh, could do something along the lines of. Could she use light to like maybe blind these creatures? Because she, you know, she notices how big and bulbous their eyes are, and everything's kind of dark here, and the light is kind of dim. So maybe you know, casting light on one of these, uh, some of the rubble that Carhoon's been kicking up, and then like throwing it right in their midst might be like, oh, and they have to like shield their eyes or something. That could work. I would call that Arcana. Okay, let us do it. 14 14 okay so you uh you some of the fish are catching up they're getting close to your tail and you throw up a a, a blinding beacon of light they seem to not enjoy it mm-hmm. but the ones uh, who are in the lead they like cover their eyes with their little fins but it doesn't seem to slow them down that much okay <laughs> Austin has a list of uh, successes and failures for Don't this. Look at this. These are my notes. You're not allowed to look at these. <laughs> and I just saw. <laughs> after I did the light, he's like, failure. One. <laughs> Put a tally mark in that column. <laughs> okay. So, give me another another round. One okay. for you, one for Carhood. All right. So, Carhoon, um has this danger sense so he can really know when uh, there would be something that would uh, impede his progress or or you know something that could jut out of the wall and so as as they're running down this tunnel you know he he sees up ahead that oh maybe there's uh, like a dip in the floor or, or something jutting out of the wall that this frog might run into and so he'll like tap it on the shoulder and be like and like point out this dangerous thing that would have you know kind of hindered them along their progress I would call that either survival or dex some sort of dexterity let's go with dex okay natural 20 yeah 
Okay, that that works. You think you're putting some distance okay. between them. Uh, give me one more for you. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> Maybe this will work. So Octavia will, um, to really streamline how quickly um, Sir Toad and Mr. Frog are going, she will kind of like try to flatten herself as much as possible on Sir Toad's back. And, you know, maybe maybe do, like, something that's, like, animal handling to make now sure she stays on. Now is the time on. when you could re-roll <laughs> animal handling, yes. <laughs> 21. All right. Fail. No. Uh, <laughs> you and Carhoon think you've put a reasonable amount of distance between yourselves and these chasing Koatoa such that you're not in immediate danger, although you can okay. still hear them behind you. Are they swimming or do they walk? They're swimming right now. Okay. <laughs> I was imagining them walking and I guess it's it's full of water so it wouldn't. Yes. I was just imagining they're like like they're wet uh, flippers like smack 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 smack. No, no, they are swimming stuff. right now. Yeah. Okay. You have put some distance between you and them, but you also know that I'm running into you're danger. You're about to run into an archpriest and an acolyte and then an archpriest and an acolyte if yeah. they have all given chase. So, what's your game plan? What are you planning on doing now? Um, Carhoon is going to sheathe his great axe, and he's going to pull out his longbow. I think it's just an okay axe. <laughs> A mediocre axe. Okay. Um, and he's going to pull out his longbow. I know he has disadvantage with it, but he's going to ready an action so that as soon as he sees the first Koatoa that he sees coming along this hallway... Not the ones behind, the ones running towards. He's going to shoot at. Okay. And similarly, I'm going to prep Frostbite, and the first Koto I see, I will also shoot magic at. <laughs> All right, we're just going to stay in the initiative order you had rolled when you started running away, and Alrighty. I'm just going to roll, re-roll for the new ones. Eh. Okay. So are you continuing forward then, just at the ready, or are you staying put? We'll continue forward, because we know that we're still trying to out... (laughs) Simultaneously running towards enemies while trying to outpace other enemies behind us. Okay. Um, And, I mean, as they're running, because you mentioned before how long this tunnel was, she's going to connect with the two dragons again and be like, I've changed directions. Is this getting better? (sighs) Jisoka says, well, getting better is very subjective. You know You are what going I mean. the correct direction, but your situation still seems to have only gotten worse from my estimation. You're not wrong in one of those, but I'm glad to hear the other one. Yes. We have given you our full power. Use it. <laughs> we are stronger than you. Noted. Good luck. Keep going. Don't tarry. All right, you are going to come upon this acolyte eventually. So, after a few more seconds of hurried swimming of this frog, you hear the full splish splash of fins behind you, and the uh, the acolyte sands pincer staff that Carhoon has probably pulled off at, at this yeah. point. Yeah, they'd both now... actually be sands pincer staffs. Yeah, I guess they would. So, but the the one that you had been dragging Mm -hmm. along behind you is swimming down this tunnel directly towards you. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, uh, Carhoon will probably go first because he had a ready to action as soon as he saw the mm-hmm. Goato he was going to shoot, and that's a range of 150 feet, but then obviously with the darkness in the water as soon as the the green you no know, kind of you know sickly glow revealed that creature all right he's gonna roll disadvantage because a nine hit new no. okay so he misses the kotoa slides to the side <laughs> shouting you won't get away this time how long does tongues last for i don't know a longish time it's it has not been very long. I guess that's true. It's been like... It's what? maybe been like 15, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. You. All right. Um, if he's within 60 feet, please make a constitution saving throw. That's not a d20. <laughs> that's not a d20. 16. Oh, just meets it, so... You you shrug off the little bits of frost that had been starting to, uh, you know, coalesce around it. This acolyte is on a mission. I know. Matrixing out, it. Reaches out a fishy hand, thin flipper, and casts a sacred flame at you. Okay. Roll a deck save. Nineteen. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, Carhoon is up. Okay, Carhoon is going to do the same thing. Roll it. 19 to hit this time. That'll do. He pulls the, the string back somehow underwater, barely being able to see, but just... The arrow sails through like a torpedo. Strikes true. Mm. Five piercing. I can't remember if this was the one that was kind of hurt more or less. This was hurt less. Okay. You did some damage to it, um, but it's still looking okay. Still looking okay. Your turn. Carhoon can attack twice. Oh, right. I rolled a 19 and a 20, both of which are crits for him. Dang, all right. <laughs> Do I get something like special because I technically crit twice on disadvantage? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> you should be happy with a crit. I am very happy with a crit. No, 19 and a 20 on disadvantage, that's awesome! Right, that's pretty great. Roll a d20. All right. 18, man! All right, here we go. This is from Paul. Hey, thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. This is called Dotting the Eye. Ooh, get him right in the eyeball. On a critical hit, a mysterious portal opens up and two people come charging through, one carrying a baton, (laughs) the other in a marching band uniform and carrying a sousaphone on his shoulder. They high step over the target, the sousaphone player doffing his hat and bowing to the crowd, which is shouting, (laughs) O-H-I-O. As quickly as the portal opened, the drum major and sousaphone player re-enter the portal. The target takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 3d6 thunder damage. Oh my god! Apparently, Paul notes, yes, I'm from Ohio and an Ohio State fan. I am also from Ohio. I feel ya. <laughs> that's amazing. O-H. I-O. No, that's for the listeners to say. Oh, sorry. You can do that again then. O-H! Great. All right. Uh, I am not from Ohio, as you can tell. This is a great crit for you because yeah. it just deals a ton, a ton of, of damage. damage. So roll your regular critical damage. Okay. So Carhoon rolls 2d8 normal damage. Yeah. 16 piercing. Ooh. Rolled a six and a four. I was going to say, you must have rolled like garbage last time. Yeah. Okay. So that's your, your the arrow strikes it in the heart. And it's like, whoa. Ouch, that really hurt. All right, because we can understand them now. And then 
this portal opens and a sousaphone player and a drum major step out, shout, oh, H-I-O. You can see uh, the OSU campus in the background. <laughs> the, I don't know what the stadium's called, but the, the nice field, full crowds and... Pre-COVID conditions. All right. Uh, 2d8 bludgeoning. Oh, goodness. And 3d6 thunder. Oh, goodness. All right. Here's a bludge. Eight bludgeoning. Okay. And 3d6 thunder. Jeez, here's the 3d6 thunder. Thunder. Rolled two ones and a six. Okay. So eight thunder. That's kind of disappointing. I mean, you still just dealt. A bunch of damage. A ton of damage. Yeah. Uh, It's looking pretty hurt. Okay. It's not dead yet, but it's looking pretty hurt. Okay. Good, that was good, good. turn. It is your turn. Okay. You might be able to finish it off. Yeah, I'm really hoping so. Um, it's like, who, who was that? Why did they make such loud noises? <laughs> it must be very difficult to play a sousaphone underwater. <laughs> I mean, that's a really fun mental image. <laughs> um, Somewhere in Ohio, the football game is happening. The marching band is doing their thing and just like several hundred gallons of water just shoot out for a few seconds and then it all stops that's fun i all feel right. like it's like this is like they were marching and they just like they portal March keep through. marching and then portal again and continue marching and are like back in the same formation just like soaking wet soaking type wet. of thing my mom was a drum major in college and so i'm like just imagining her <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, right. Octavia, seeing this is going. Um, thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you again, Paul. That one was really fun. Um, let's see. She's going to do. If it's looking really bad, she doesn't want to waste a spell slot on it quite yet if she has to like deal with something really bad down below. So she's going to do Frostbite again. Okie dokie. So make a constitution saving throw, please. 16 again. She's okay. Mark. Oh wait, no. She has her. She has a longbow. Did she, did she get that back? I guess I didn't actually explicitly say when the other giant frogs. You didn't. Because I totally forgot about it. So you probably got the staff. Probably got the staff. Okay. Well. Now, I guess this this was the one who was following you. So this one has your longbow. You can see it like strung over its back. Okay. Well, that's not helpful for when I'm fighting it, but... Correct. I wouldn't let you retcon that into a longbow shot anyway. That's also true. Because it already yeah. rolled. Right. As soon as the dice so happened, it happened. Just so that I know for the next mm-hmm. time type of thing. Yep. So she didn't doesn't want to spend a spell slot, but then she still doesn't hit, so... Okay. It... Why? How far away is it at this point? It's going to swim up to be... It's going to be right in your grill anyway, because it's getting shot with arrows. So it's going to come right up and call down another sacred flame on you. Okay. Make a dexterity save, just so it can kind of throw Karun off with his bow. Five. Okay, that is a failure. What is what is sacred flame? Is that a D8? I don't have it off the top of my head, sorry. Dang it, you're a cleric. I know, but I'm also probably game. a different level than this one. I just need the dice. I, I know, don't remember. I know the number. Oh, that's true. I don't remember. I the just die. need the size of the die. I think it's a D8 or a D10. I think it's a I D10. I think it's a D8. No, you're right. It's a D8. You take five points of radiant damage. Okay, so which I am less resistant two, two to. Two points of radiant damage. I mean, take that, you heretic. <laughs> Let me roll a concentration check. Please. Did you fail? 
is it 10 or 10 or half the damage whichever is higher oh well 10 would be higher yeah i yes. failed you failed your frogs disappear okay your frogs disappear okie dokie so you and Carter and the frogs just which is not great. Okie Yeah, that's super not great. It's Carhoon's turn. Okay. So, oh, my frog. <laughs> uh, he is directly adjacent to this uh, Koatoa now, and so he is going to drop his longbow, pull out his great axe, and take a swing. Okay. Roll it with disadvantage. A six and a 19, which would have been another crit. Um, but with the six... That is a total of 15 to hit. Yeah, that's still a hit. Awesome. I mean, his his to hit his is to so crazy. great, which is great for someone like me, who usually rolls poorly, except for this past two minutes. Yeah. Does almost max damage of 17 points of slashing damage. Cuts the fish in half. Woo! He slices your bow in half, too, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, he just like cleaves this fish in two. Okay. And the water around you becomes very murky Ooh. and smells like iron. And Great. tastes like iron. Great. Gross. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have some... We can breathe the water, so I'm sure we have some sort of filtration thing. No, uh, you can still taste it, though. Yeah, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Red like Ohio. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, so, you know this, this battle took, like, 12 seconds? 18 seconds? Maybe. Uh, so, you know there's a group of warriors on your tail. And you're not sure if the uh, Archpriest and the Acolyte are chasing after you or if Mm -hmm. they're waiting or if they've gone for help. You're not sure where they are, but uh, what do you do? You Uh, have no more mounts. That's very true. Um, Is it my turn or are we kind of doing a positive? We are out of combat for right now. Um, Octavia will pick up her her longbow. Carhoon will pick up his longbow. Um, So Octavia seeing that... Um, you know, we have we have this basically army of Koatoa or a small contingent of Koatoa behind her coming up, knowing that either she has an archpriest and an acolyte to face up ahead or something, knowing that they're not the fastest and kind of how they're on a clock now as opposed to, you know, having their time to just wander around a dungeon, kind of like how they had in Jusulka's place. Um... She is going to cast Conjure Animals again, but this time she's only conjuring two of them. Okay. Um, and she is going to conjure two giant octopi. Oh, okay. Because they're very fast. Their swim is 60 feet. Wow. Um, and they're, I guess, going to, as opposed to, um, she's going to conjure them and she'll be like, Hello! <laughs> hello. Hello. hello this is her underwater hello, hello. Um, and because they're octopi and don't really have like backs to ride on I'm imagining that they'll like ride on a tentacle I mean you could like something. straddle where the tentacle meets the body yeah because they're giant they are giant yeah yeah something like that so, and they are large as well mm-hmm. so that's what they're gonna do and then they're going to keep jettisoning you know, inking their way down <laughs> uh, the hall back towards the big um, chamber with the tube. Okay. Well, just because, like, she wants some mobility. <laughs> like, she doesn't want to be trudging around, walking on the floor. 
you know, against creatures that can also oh, swim. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. No, I understand. Okay. So you've still got, uh, you've got a little bit of distance between you and the swimming Koatoa behind you, the warriors, but you know you don't have much. Um, so you're just going to go as fast as you can down this tunnel? Yeah. But I mean, now we're very now you're, fast. Now you're significantly very faster. Because fast. now we can move 120 feet around. Yes. So you grab onto these octopi and start. They start ferrying you down the tunnel the rest of the way. <laughs> just squishing onto their big heads. I mean, they are huge. They are not huge, but like <laughs> they're for an octopus to be very big. So as you are, you're flying down these halls, these dark, dingy, wet halls, and you start to see uh, the green glow of the room you initially started in mm-hmm. up ahead. You don't encounter, you haven't encountered uh, the Archpriest and the other Acolyte yet. Oh, okay. What do you do? Is there something in the tube? You can't see it yet. You can just see, like, oh, we're approaching the door. Okay. Um, Carhoon will stow his axe again, draw his longbow, and if he sees a Koatoa, he will um, strike at it. Um, similar with me, I'll also string a bow, my bow, my longbow. It's covered in fish guts. Gross. Well, the string might be made out of fish goods. <laughs> and I will also ready that action. Okay. Are you just going to go for the door? Or are you going to try to sneak up? Because it's worked so well for you in the past several I episodes. Know, right? <laughs> just chronically unstealthy. Um, you know, we'll try to stealth. Okay. What the, you know. Why not? Give me, again, you, Carhoon, and you two octopi. Give me stealth checks. Mm, thankfully, the octopi has advantage on it. Oh, wow. Uh, so me and Carhoon. Uh, Carhoon. Eight. Octavia. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen. Nothing to sneeze at. And our octopi friends. Eighteen for one and for the other. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. So you're the octopi slow down and kind of slurp their way up with you and Cardoon on their backs to the edge of this tunnel. Then you peer out. You see this large circular chamber. You see this weird crystalline tube in the center. And it looks like there's a platform in it now. Like that has raised up to fill it. That you, oh. you couldn't really tell before. But it looks like there is one. And you almost think you also see like an opening near where it initially pulled the lever like a oh a little archway that has opened up into this crystal you see the archpriest standing in front of that archway next okay. to this uh just sort of with a staff in one hand keeping an eye out across the room looking back and forth and you also see the acolyte a few feet away, also just kind of like walking back and forth, doing rounds okay. around this, uh, you would guess probably patrolling in front of this tunnel because they know where it empties out. Yeah. They probably saw it and were like, oh, good. They're like, oh, okay, we're, we're just going to stay here and play cleanup duty if, if anything goes wrong. You 
as as these octopi crawl up towards the entrance, the archpriest yeah. zips over and sees <laughs> you, but the acolyte does not. Ooh! Let's just roll a new initiative. Well, roll I'm- a new initiative. All right. And the one, the acolyte, is going to be surprised. Ooh. Nice. Four Carhoon. <laughs> five. I think I've ro- rolled five for him each of these Koatoa rounds. And then for Octavia, 11. Okay, so you're up first. Do Carhoon and I get our readied actions? To sh- What, to shoot? Mm-hmm. This is, this is a rub for me because... Like, readied actions are one thing, but then why would everyone not always walk through every dungeon being like, I have a readied action to shoot if I see an enemy, and then you just get free attacks at the end, uh, to start of every battle. So for that, I'm going to say no. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure because we had had been in initiative if it, like, had Yeah, I, I think maybe from now on, I think I'm going to use readied actions only in, like, combat. In actual combat. Because otherwise, like, yeah, you just, like... I always get two free attacks before combat even starts, which is just it's cheese. Okay. Um, how so how far away are we from the priest? About 30 feet. Okay, 30 feet. And how far away is the acolyte? Bit closer. He was walking towards the door. Towards the door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so attacks <laughs> against ranged attacks against it would have advantage because you are unseen currently. Oh, but then with my bow, it would have... So it would cancel out, it would cancel out. Okay. Yes. If you were to try to make a melee attack, you would have to, like, run up. So you would lose your hiding. But if you make an attack that does not require you to leave your position, it will have advantage. Okay. Well, I guess then I will... Um, okay, we're in initiative. Octavia will hit the acolyte, or try to. She will shoot at the acolyte with her longbow. Okay. 19 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Not too shabby. All right. Not too shabaroo. Max damage of 11 points of piercing damage. It's hurt. Okay. Arrow comes out of the darkness. Hits it. Um, Okay, your turn. Do you do anything else? So, I guess mechanics-wise, so now that I've shot at it, if Carhoon shoots at it, does it... Carhoon's still technically hit. Yeah, you have given your position away. Carhoon has not. Okay, so um, this octopus is (laughs) terrifyingly still hidden, I assume. Mm -hmm. So the octopus is going to, oh, I guess if it rushes up to it, it will reveal itself, so it won't have advantage. Yes. Okay, Um, he'll do it anyway. Um, Let's see, we had had Sir Toad and Mr. Frog, so let's have, um, uh, I don't know. Octo friend. Octo friend is going Madam to. Madam Octopus. Madam Octopus and Octo friend. Um, <laughs> I'm on Octo friend and it's going to uh, trundle over and it is going to attack this acolyte with its tentacles. Gross. All right. So out of the darkness, a giant octopus rushes out and just slaps at this thing. Yeah, isn't that terrifying? Roll. Tend to hit miss. So that is a miss. Okay, and that will be the end of our both of our turns. Okay. Kotoa's turn. The Archpriest sees that you have returned. Unfortunately, 
spiritual weapon only lasts a minute, so that's mm-hmm. gone. How many spell slots does it have left? Not a ton. <laughs> it also casts spirit guardians mm-hmm. to get rid of uh, the frogs, so that one's gone. It's not as sick of you. Oh, dear. So it is going to cast. Oh, dear. It is going to create a vortex. Oh, man. A whirlpool around you. Oh. The whirlpool form that is five feet wide at the base up to 50 feet wide at the top and 25 feet tall. Oh, geez. Okay. Is this good for open seas? Yeah. Control water? Yeah, maybe not, actually. I just don't know how that's going to work in a chamber without, like, taking it and its buddy out. Yeah. It's, like, good for ships. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to throw a sacred flame at you. Okay. Roll dex. Save. 16. That is a pass. Mm. It does that and then rushes, swims up to you. Because you attack the... The acolyte, acolyte. yeah. It comes up to you and uses... Oh, that was an action. Sorry. I'm thinking spiritual weapon. So it... it, It's not going to swim up to you. Oh, okay. So it casts ah, sacred flame. And then that's its turn. The acolyte is surprised. So it does... (laughs) What's going on? Just get hit with an arrow. A giant octopus rushes out and slaps it in the face. <laughs> would, be, would be slightly surprising. Pretty terrifying. It is Carhoon's turn. Alright, Carhoon uh, seeing that he's still hidden in the shadows is also going to... Uh, in the sh- shadows. <laughs> <laughs> and you are fun. far from the shallows and now. And we are 100% far from the shallows right now. Alright. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But he is going to string another arrow, knock another arrow, and let it fly at the Koa Toa Acolyte. Roll it. Natural 19 for another oh critical gosh. hit. Maybe my luck is turned. All right. Critical hit. Let's see. All right. This is from Beast Machine. Thank you, Beast Machine. Beast Machine. It's called Luck Be in the Air. Ooh. You feel very confident in your abilities to overcome your enemies. So much, in fact, you strike a lucky blow. It would seem that luck would be in the air. Add 2d6 damage. Ooh, nice. Solid. Solid. All right, so that'll be uh, 2d8 from the initial and mm-hmm. then 2d6. Yep. Thank you, Beast Machine. Carhoon's fed up. He's, he's tired. Poor, I mean, Carhoon's been like up and down and up and down. <laughs> like, he's underwater. He can't wear his chain shirt, you know, so like... Wow, I rolled a two and a one on my two d8s. Great. So, five piercing damage. Okay. And then the additional two uh, two d6. I rolled two ones. <laughs> so yes, it was a lucky shot, Dang. but I think I still rolled Dang. like less than average of two d8. Yeah, that's, so... that's pretty bad. I was like, you could kill it. Oh, you didn't. Okay. It looks pretty bad, but it is not a. Uh... Not super, super hurt. It's not dead yet. Carhoon can take another shot. I am... Well, he's... Yeah. Roll roll another stealth check. Okay. To see if... Well, uh, if he, he and the make... octopus or just he? Uh, Just he right now, since he was the one moving. The octopus is still, like, blending in with the walls. 14. The acolyte sees the arrow shoot at him and then turns and sees Carhoon in the darkness. Okay. So this next shot will not have advantage. Okay. 16 to hit. That's a hit. Four piercing damage. Rolled a two on my D8. Goodness gracious. 
really close, really close, uh, but still not dead. Just like it's it was walking back and forth. An arrow, octopus, arrow, arrow. But it's still uh, it's still standing. Uh, it's so still close. up. Unfortunately, I didn't on my turn. I should have had Carhoon's octopus ready in action because now he's just sitting there, which I'm yep. very yeah. And literally, we just talked about readying action. But oh well, oh well. It is your turn. Okay. Um. <laughs> Well, that's perfect then. So I'm going to have Carhoon's octopus trundle over and attack the acolyte. Okay. He's going to stay 15 feet away because the octopus has a reach of 15 feet. 15 to hit. To hit. 10 bludgeoning Dead. damage. Yes! Oh, thank goodness. The archpriest okay. is the only one left. My octopus is going to whack at it with his tentacles. Okay. Octo friend, as it were. Octo friend. Natural eighteen. Yeah. So you're you're moving up to the archpriest then. Well, wasn't the archpriest like uh, thirty yeah, feet I guess away? If you've got fifteen feet of reach. And I have fifteen feet of reach, and then attack the acolyte. Yeah, so I'm still staying fifteen feet away. Okay. Um, hits the archpriest for. Seven bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you are grappled. All right. And then uh, I am going to... Let's say that the octopus actually moved within 10 feet, and so I will poison spray the archpriest. If it could make a constitution saving throw, please. Natural 20. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Is that? Are you done? Yep. Unfortunately, poison spray is in action. Okay. All right, it is the Kotoet's turn. Is grappled? Correct. It's going to try to escape. Alrighty. Has advantage because it's slippery. Crap. <laughs> Ten. Does not escape. It struggles wildly. And the the suckers of the of the the tentacles like suction cups just like hold it. Tight. Yeah, and this one's kind of tapped in terms of offensive spells, and it can't get close enough to attack right now until it breaks, so it's just struggling. All right. You're... Uh, Carhoon's turn. <laughs> um... Shush. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> no, you are doing great. Um, Carhoon is... Uh, he's still a couple, you know, maybe he's 20... still 30 feet away. Yeah, 30 feet away. So he's just going to knock another arrow. Natural seven, so a 12 to hit? That's almost it, but okay. it is a miss. 17 to hit. That is. Yep. Hit, All hit, right. hit, hit, hit. First his, arrow his flies by hit. in the water, and the second one thwaps it. All right, let's hope that I roll a little bit better on this damage than I did last time. Nope, still a two. <laughs> Four piercing damage total. <laughs> chip, chip, chipping away at right least. Right in the shoulder. It winces. Your turn. All right, I'm going to have Carhoon's octopus come over and hit Hammer. at Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> <on>. thing. <laughs> the thing being the, the Koatoa. The only Koatoa in the room currently. 19 hit yeah that's some better damage all right that will be 13 bludgeoning damage okay it's getting down there and it grapples it as well so it's doubly grappled it's very grappled so my octopus that's already grappling it wants to 
attack it with its tentacles. How does it do it with? There's got to be a rule in there somewhere. Surely about there'd be only something like having one condition at a time, sque- or squeezing it. Like I don't know. No, no. Unless it has an ability to squeeze or constrict, that doesn't happen. Okay, so it'll attack it with its other tentacles, I guess. Then yeah. does it get multi-attack? Wait, what's happening? The te- the octopus that is. Oh yeah, the one that's grappling it right now. Is yeah, the one that's ar- okay. that was already grappling yes. it at the beginning. Yeah, it's of this got eight turn. eight tentacles. It's fine. Yeah. That's a natural one. Oh no, it misses. So I mean, I know this is a named octopus, but I don't know if you want to. It poofs out of it. No, it's fine. <laughs> it just a. misses. It just misses. All right. Um, let's see. What are you doing? I'm going to hit. Try to hit it with my longbow. Um, I am not hitting with literally any of my cantrips, so they maybe are more damage, but I'd rather do something. Okay. If I hit, I still have to roll dice at disadvantage. So. Yeah. It's going to be a miss again. It's 12, so just Just under. barely a miss. Well, at least I feel like it did something a little bit more active as opposed to just, you know, standing there and twiddling my fingers. Okay. Uh, I haven't made you roll for your spells in a while. Oh, well. Oh, that's right. After the first few, you got the hang of it. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. <laughs> that makes sense. I didn't forget. I intentionally did exactly. that. Because you're getting used to being underwater mm-hmm. now. Okay. Uh, so you miss with the arrow. It's going to try to escape this grapple. Okay. With advantage. Come on, buddy. Oh, my gosh. 15? Nope. Dang. Okay. It's trying to wriggle its way out, but your octopi are keeping a pretty good grip on it. And it probably would have to escape both of them. Mm. Um, I don't know how that works. I don't know how I that works. I think I'm going to rule this as like a, a one because you can't. Yeah. I think I'm going to have it like you can have one instance of. They've both got tentacles there, but I'm going to treat it as a. As a cumulative check. Okay. Because otherwise, yeah. Because then, like, all of it could get... Otherwise, all why? Of yeah, yeah, I know. It's, you know. <laughs> it could verge on the ridiculous of taking the logical extreme. I don't want to set a precedent, because then you'd be like, I summon eight giant toads, and they all grapple one thing. You have to succeed on eight grapple checks. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, don't give me those ideas. Mm, well, I'm, that's why I'm Shutting nixing them down. it. That's why I'm nixing it right now. Right now. Okay. E- Carhoon's turn. All right. Carhoon is going to... Just want to take this thing out. Goodness gracious. Uh, shoot at it with his bow. Oh, you know what? Oh, no. They're still like 15 feet ish away when he grappled it. So, no, he's still still out of melee range. I mean, he could move, move up. He's on the octopus. Oh, that's true. I guess he could use half of his movement, but then he still he doesn't yeah, have a swim speed, so fine. he'd be so slow. So, he misses on the first arrow. I know. You know, the octopus is kind of, you know, slippery underneath him and is grappling something, so shifting and slippery. And his second hit, his second arrow should hit with a 17. That is a hit. All right. And again, let's see if I roll another two on this 2d8. Four this time. All right. So six piercing damage, please. Getting there, but it's still still struggling. You won't take me. You will pay for your sins. All right. Octavia's turn. How big is this doorway going into the lift and the tube? Probably like 15 feet wide. And okay. About that tall, maybe 20 feet tall, big archway. Okay. Octavia's going to be like, what's down there? I'll tell you nothing. How do we use the lift? I'll tell you nothing. I'm um, looking at the lift and the doorway. Can I see if there's like a, a button inside, like a, a, a lever inside the doorway or like inside the elevator, basically? 
You're looking through the door to see if there's a lever inside? Yeah. There is. Okay. <laughs> On the floor of the platform. She sees that she and Carhoon have just been hitting this thing, hitting this thing. It's not going down. She doesn't know when, when the Koatoa army behind them is going to pop up. Yeah. So she is going to put her hand on her belt again and be like, Fumis, give me strength. Make a wisdom save, please. 19. Them clerics, man. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not the the prime one to hit with a wisdom save. Yeah. Well, and she sees that it, you know, has obviously no effect. She had been trying to cast suggestion you, on it. My mind is strong. And so she'll you be like, "You cannot influence me." Well, that's too bad. All right, madam, madam octopus and octo friend, do your thing, and they're both going to attack it again with their tentacles. All right, roll it. Fourteen to hit. Hit. Awesome. Seven bludge. Still up. How is it looking, though? Is it's it... looking rough. Okay. It's getting there. Madam Octopus, then. 17 to hit. Hit. 10 bludgeoning. It's looking real bad. Okay. That's your turn? That's my turn, because casting suggestion was in action. So. All right. Uh, it's going to try to break that grapple again. 17? Just succeeds. Ah, I'm free! It breaks the grapple with its action. It swims. Yeah, it's going to take the opportunity to attack. From both of them? And swim, yeah, and swim inside through the archway into the tube. Okay. Roll your opportunity attacks. 13 to hit. Oh, that's exactly a hit. <laughs> yes! Survive. Six bludgeoning. Oh, it's still up. And he's grappled. Okay. And then Octo Friend's turn. Bring it home, Octo Friend. 18 to hurt? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Eight bludgeoning. Eight bludgeoning. The tentacle wraps around its throat and squeezes the <gasps> last bit of life out of this priest as it <gasps> grips at its throat and says, Make that show eat and then it dies. Oh my gosh! Wait, what did it say? It said what it said. And we'll see you next episode! Oh, oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Okay, okay! Oh. Still an army after you. There's still an army after me, I know. Don't forget about that oh one. Oh my gosh. You can hear them approaching. Ah. Uh, we are not home free yet. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed what you heard over the last hour or so. If you did, uh, we would love to hear your comments in the form of, of a review, either on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. Great way for us to uh, get our show before more ears and share our story with more listeners. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us on Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast and finally if you would like to submit a crit card like you heard in this episode you can do so either on our website me my spouse and a die.com or just shoot us an email at me my spouse and a die at gmail.com with the subject line crit card or crit fail all right thanks everyone catch y'all next week <laughs>